Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio and listening, surrounding listeners. Thank you for uh, listening to our radio show. God bless you. I hope you had a great Merry Christmas. Let's thank the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, I give you the praise and the glory for this day and every day. Come in our lives, changing our lives, healing our lives. Thank you that you are the answer and that, that we celebrate your birth at this time of the year. Help us to, to learn and grow and be the best we can be. Help us to use the talent and and uh, let, let us give mercy and grace to where we need to because you give us so much much mercy and grace. And that's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, listeners. Uh, thanks for the opportunity to be on this uh, radio station. We're going to talk about just the things that's kind of happened this year, the things that um, I've seen and experienced. And some of the listeners that have called in that's, that's had some problems um, I had one uh, come to think about it. Uh, uh, bought a vehicle that has a lifetime warranty. Hello, Bart. A uh, lifetime warranty, and then he had, they charge him sixteen hundred to fix his air conditioning, and now they want to charge him nine hundred to fix his struts. And this is a lifetime warranty. They look for reasons not to give you a lifetime warranty. They look for reasons to keep you trapped into their office and their lots. Good morning, Danny. They look for that opportunity to uh, get you in there and make money. He was expecting a lifetime warranty, and it didn't happen. Uh, And he had the paperwork. And he goes in there, and they charge him $1,600 for air conditioning to fix his air. Uh, This was about two months ago. Now the struts are out, and they're wanting to charge him. Hello, Don. Uh, They're wanting to charge him a bunch of money. So, I mean, sometimes what you think is true is not true. Will they advertise? Will they lie to you? They'll they'll do anything they can to put you together. I'm telling you, unbelievable what goes on in the car business. You know, and I've often said this at – Back in the 60s and 70s, I really felt like 90% of the people told the truth in the car business. Now I think it's 90% lie. You know, and so um, we need to really uh, understand what's going on in the car. And that's why right now I'm working hard on YouTube. Uh, We have the YouTube channel going on. It's Randy Adams, Inc. Please go there and subscribe. We need subscribers. We need you to watch the videos. I think there's 16 or 17, and I've I got notes to do about 10 or 12 this coming week, and I'm going to continue to try to do about 10 a week. I don't want you to get too many where, you know, I want to feed you, you know, five to 10 a week so you can learn and grow and understand what really is going on. The situations, there's some stories and there's some happenings, what happened to somebody, what happened to uh, my listeners, and so we we want you to know. I mean, and so tell twenty people. Good morning, Greg. Uh, Greg's always listening. He's in Michigan, but go to 
go to YouTube, the channel Randy Adams Inc. That's I N C, and subscribe to to the channel. We need subscribers. We want to have it to grow. We want it to. I want to help the whole nation. I want to help everybody understand what's going on in the car business. You're going against a professional team. Sometimes as many, you know, in the small dealerships, you're going against 15 or 20. Big dealerships, you're going against 300. 300 trained professionals. And you're walking on a playing field that you think you're doing great and you're not. So this is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Tell 20 people. Randy Adams wants to buy your car, your truck, your house, whatever's legal. Uh, that's what I do. I buy and sell. I've always bought and sell. I'll soon be 72 in uh, January. And uh, I started in the car business in 1963. I was 14, and I've never left it. I've always had real estate because I believe in real estate. Um and I don't understand the stock market, so I don't play that very well. Uh, I think that's a different ball game. But the most money you lose constantly is what you drive. Was at uh, a little Christmas party the other evening, and uh, had a lady who uh, uh, she's hello Jody and Brett, uh, and she. We were talking about her high-dollar Audi, and, and she can afford it. There's two kinds of cars a Ford and can't afford, and she, and she let me know she can afford it because I said, you know, you know, you, you get out of warranty on one of those cars and might cost you some money to keep it up and going. She said, excuse me, I don't drive anything that's out of warranty. I buy me a new one. I don't care what it costs. But she was complaining about her husband spending uh, you know, a couple of hundred for a barbecue pits. So I didn't understand that program. But there's people that can't afford whatever they want to drive and let them do it. Uh, another friend of mine bought a Jaguar, and we laughed about that. But, I mean, he like he said, he, he said, hello, Billy, and so, and Eric. And so we were laughing about the Jaguar. If it falls and down, he didn't spend much money on it. He paid cash for it. Best kind of car is a paid-for car. Well, that lady I was at that party with, she she had a paid-for car. But her husband loves a truck, and he wanted that truck to be restored. And sometimes, you know, it's not worth doing some work on a vehicle. So he wanted my opinion, and she wasn't happy about it. But you can spend, you know, twenty, thirty, forty thousand on something and have a good $5,000 truck. So, I mean, you got to weigh it up. you got to understand what's going on. you got to understand what you're going to spend. I gave a story about something about five years ago. I had a Chevrolet store tell me, come by, we need you to look at something for us. So I went by and I looked at a 51 Chevy four-door. Not the prettiest car ever built. I think they're ugly, but anyway, it's a matter of opinion. And they, they said, this gentleman wants to restore it, and he wants your opinion on it. He wants to know... What is he going to spend and what it's going to be worth? I looked at the car, and it was his grandfather's car, and he wanted to restore it, put new paint, new upholstery, rebuild the engine, rebuild the brakes, rebuild the front end, do this, that, that. I said he's going to spend 40000 probably on the car. He said, wow, 40000 I said, yeah. I said, and then he'll have a good $8,000, car. And so they, you know, called the guy and told him what I said, but he spent the money anyway. 
he's rebuilt everything, made it look like new, and about two years later decided, you know, it's taking room in the garage. I got to buy insurance on it. I got to start it up and drive it to keep it going. I got to do this. I got to do that. And that's not what he really wanted to do. And so he decided he wanted to sell it. So they called me and said, what do you want to give? I said, I don't have a buyer for that ugly car. I'm sorry. I don't have any desire for it. And they said, well, what would you give? And I said, well, I want to make money, so I guess I'll give $6,000 for it. He spent 43000 on it, though. I said, well, I, I warned him. you know. And I mean, sometimes we do things out of pride, out of because we can, because we can afford it, because of all kinds of things. But, you know, what's common sense? What are you really, hello, Hector, what are we really going to use and what are we going to do? And so, you know, I guess we got to learn to say no to ourselves, and that's pretty tough. I mean, you know, um, I I know that I'm working on myself, trying to make myself better. Merry Merry Christmas, Hector. But anyway, uh, I'm working on myself, trying to improve myself and true, trying to improve everything I do. Um, and one of the things I'm really working on is to fulfill my goal line, I must concentrate on what drains me and what energizes me. I must work on using my time wisely and be balanced. I get out of balance, I'm going to tell you the truth, and I get going too fast, and and I'm sitting down, I'm trying to examine that. Where can I spend my time wisely? You know, I, I got to spend my time this Christmas with my children and grandchildren, and it was awesome, uh, Got to spend some time with some friends that were really awesome. But, I mean, relationships do matter. Relationships do, you know. But sometimes we take relationships and we don't really uh, enjoy them and appreciate them. You know, uh, how much pride and selfishness controls our thoughts, our actions. You know, I was studying into the Bible uh, and I, I got into something that I'm probably going to do a show next week on. Uh, I'm taping next week because Barry's off, and I'm glad he's off. He gets a little time off. And uh, everybody pray for Barry for his health and the alignment of his neck and his back. Uh, he's my producer here, great guy. You know, you get to thinking about your problems, you know, and what's going on in your life. And then you see somebody that's going through, like Barry's going through, a lot of health problems. Man, I'm healthy. Thank you, Lord. You know, and so uh, take some time and pray for Barry. I, I really, we, he needs prayer from us, I guarantee you. And so, but I want to work on quality time and everything that I do. I want quality time and making things pay for itself. I mean, you know, I've got to study the radio situation, the YouTube situation. Like I say, please go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc., and subscribe. Uh, tell 20 people I want to buy their car, the good, the bad, the ugly, their house, the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, I, I need I, – I want to get the word out. I, my focus this coming year is get the word out as best I can biblically, and I'm on, I promise – I've got my writing table down. I'm getting my stuff together. I am going to finish the second book. I got the first book finished. I'm going to finish the second book and start a third. And I am going to work on it and work on it hard to get it completed. And so I need 
I need quality time. Right now, I don't have a TV. <laughs> well, I own I own a couple of TVs, but they're not they're not hooked up. And I don't know when I'm gonna hook them up, but I almost well, I'm pretty sure that uh, I'm not gonna hook them up until I finish the second book and get halfway through the third book. Hey, give us a call here, 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. Talk to the gentleman again that had a paid-off GT Mustang and swapped it for a Nissan and owes more money than you can imagine. Had a paid-for Mustang, he was bringing it in to get some minor work done to, and got traded out of it and got hammered by a new car dealer. And now the issue is, how do you get out of this trap? Houdini couldn't get out of this trap. I'm telling you, the guy's buried, and I feel sorry for him. But, you know, he started listening to my show too late, and he's figured out after he added up how many more months he's got at $590 a month. You know, he's been paying on it a year, and now he owes another 60 months. That's 36000 And that's not counting the, the 2010 GT Mustang that was probably worth ten, twelve thousand 12000 that he traded in. So, I mean, how do you walk into one of these traps and get, and get out of it. How you got to say no to yourself. You got to learn what they're trying to do. You've got to be mentally, physically, and spiritually ready for a battle. Too many people do not take buying a vehicle seriously. I mean, we need to take it seriously. We need to understand it's your hard-earned money. You work forty hours a week, and you give a at usually a one-week pay to a vehicle. Uh, you know, I. I talked to a gentleman yesterday, hello, Eddie, uh, that has always paid cash for cars. He said he put his kids through college because he never had a car payment. He didn't buy, he didn't drive the newest cars in the world, but he bought good, solid vehicles, paid cash for them, and didn't make the payments. He made the payments on sending his children to college. Good morning, Weston. And, uh, I, I I love his theory. I love what he tries to do, and I love that he tries to make a difference. And he he tells everybody the same same scenario that what he goes through. So, but you know, we we've got to think about how important it is. You know, we buy with our hearts, we buy with our eyes. You know, and then you have to pay on on with our budget, with our back pocket national? I mean, you know, are we slaves to our passions? I want what others have. I want to I want to be like everybody else. I can care less about being like everybody else. I drive what hello Peggy, I drive whatever I can, whatever will start. And during the during the summer I like whatever has air conditioning of course. But, you know, sometimes we trust in man, and man will fail you. And it's really got that way the last 10, 15 years. The car business has turned completely upside down, tremendous amount of money. I mean, we're looking at trucks, you know. I, I'm trying to buy a truck, Raven and my son and I, uh, that a new one's about $95,000. 
and we're trying to buy this truck, you know, at at forty thousand dollars, and it's low miles. I mean, there's fifty five thousand dollars difference, and this truck's almost new. I mean, it's a nice truck. So I mean, what, what, why? How much money does it matter? I mean, how much do you have to work to pay off fifty five thousand? That's not counting insurance, maintenance, and and uh, interest. You know, uh, I did find interest on a mortgage. Uh, I don't owe much on my house, but, man, the, the interest rate is low. But when it comes to a car and you walk into a car dealership and they have indirect lending, you know what indirect lending, let me explain that. Indirect lending is when the banks and the credit unions loan to the car dealers at a cheap price. And I'm talking about usually one and a half to two and a half percent. And then they make money on top of that. That's free money to the uh, to the dealership. So that free money is you've just gave it away. And so uh, that needs to be explained because you really need to follow my instructions on learntobuyandsellcars.com. Number one, find out what your credit score is. Go to ftc.gov. Go there and see what your credit score is. See what it is. Clean it up. Inspect it. See if there's any problems. See if there's any mistakes. So your credit score goes up and your interest rate goes down. Then go talk to all these guys. Uh, Randolph Brooks is one of them. I couldn't believe they went to indirect lending, but they did. And they've got, they've got the best uh, extended warranty. And cheap compared to a new car dealer. I know new car dealers don't want to tell, tell you that or used cars, but uh, they've got a great warranty because they want to protect their customer and their loan. I don't understand why all these guys do indirect lending because they don't protect their customer at that dealer. And it's so simple to sign it all up right there. You know, I mean, how long does it take to get a, a loan lined up with your bank or your credit union? Hey, and go shop five or six of them. Find the best rate that you can get. Save that money. I get calls every week from people with 18 to 20% interest on their vehicle, on their car, their truck, whatever, and they deserve 2 to 3 4%. So I mean that if you buy a $20,000 car and you got 20% interest, you're going to be paying 4000 a year in interest. Hey, how hard do you work for 4000 and that's all profit. But see, the billionaires own the big independent used car lots, the big guys around town. And they got so much money and money coming in. And what do you do with money? So then they put you out. The latest and the greatest in the last year has been go online and buy a car. Oh, man, you don't have to face nobody. But that computer's smarter than you are. You don't think so? You try to operate one of those dudes. I, I have no problem with a computer. You know, it's smarter than me, and it, hey, they got options on that dude, I'm telling you. So people think, oh, I, I don't have to talk to nobody, there's no human beings there, I can just put my information in on there. Well, that information, I had this guy tell me, he said, you know, I put my information in there, and pow, here comes 20% interest on the vehicle. He said, you know, I thought, well, how do I, I get, you know, 2.5% interest at least, and they hit me for 20%. How many people keep going? I've got a used car dealer that I do business with. And uh, his uh, bank has too much money, all, all money. 
And so what he does, he charges everybody 18% interest. Everybody. He, the bank picks up 8%. He picks up 10%. And he finances everybody. And nobody asked the interest rate. And I asked him, I said, well, you got, he said, I got a bunch of good people deserve less, but they don't ask, so I don't change it. I pick up the money. So, I mean, are, are you really doing your homework? Are you really prepared? I mean, this is the worst investment we make on earth other than our soul. And, you know, you, here we go wasting money, throwing money off, not making good decisions. Hey, what man makes breaks? Ain't nothing going to last forever that man makes. I mean, you know, and so we've got to we've got to make the right decisions. Make decisions today that'll pay off tomorrow. How good of next year do you want? Hey, they're going to lock us down. This we'll be locked down forever. You let the Democrat Party, which is my opinion is a uh, socialist party, and actually, socialist party is a is a communist party with lipstick on it. They're going to lock us down. Try to stop business, slow business down. Hey, my. I had my employees. I worked by myself. I was a janitor, the salesperson, the lot boy, the porter, the buyer, the seller. I was everything for about three months. You don't think that didn't put me on my knees? That didn't slow me down? I, like I said, folks, I, I knocked the virus out in one day. Suck warm salt water lightly up your nose about 20 times if you think you got it and kill it before it gets into your your chest, the most contagious hospital in the world, the doctors and the nurses don't get sick. They suck warm salt water going in and coming out, and they don't get sick. That's what I did. I did the same exact thing, and I knocked it out, and I knocked it out in one day. But you've got to kill it while it's up in your, in your sinuses, in your nose, and the cavity between your nose and your mouth. Lightly suck it up. They put it in a cup. They pour it in their hand. They stick their nose in it just like I do. And uh, I want you healthy. I want you making better decisions. I want the best for you. And this show costs me money. Sometimes I can't afford it. Sometimes I can. Uh, but I need to buy cars and trucks and sell buy, sell cars and trucks and houses and whatever it takes. I mean, you know. My life is is into buying and selling. It has been all my life. I was blessed that my dad was in the business. Uh, he did business different from my, the way I did. That's why we wasn't partners very long. But he he gave me the opportunity to see there what was going on and how to. And I love the business. I love what's going on. But I need to give back. I need to educate you. I need you to go to Randy Adams Inc. on YouTube and subscribe, and help get this thing going. Had a gentleman, a high school buddy of mine I've known forever, brought me a car the other day. His wife passed away, and he needed to sell it. And they took it to where they bought it new. Now, how can a dealership that you bought the car, it's like new, low miles, offer 8000 for the car? Hello, Mark. And I gave him 10000 I gave him 10000 so he could bury his, his wife. And I made a little money, not much. But how can a dealership sell you a brand-new car locally and then not give you nothing? A wholesaler outbids you $2,000. Sometimes greed, pride, selfishness, and the big overhead of these dealerships. Hey, these are 
over a million dollars a month up to two million dollars a month to open the door every day. So you got to be ready mentally, physically, and spiritually for a battle. Now, I've got dealers that, that sponsor my other shows, and I've got a dealer that sponsors this show, but they they do the right things. And they want you educated, and they want you to make a better decision. And they're, you know, they they work at small percentage. There's some dealers that try to work at fifty percent, but there's a lot of good dealers. Still, there's a few good dealers around, and I know them all, and I deal with them because I don't want to deal with high maintenance liars. It's just not worth the hassle. But we're going to talk a little bit more about it. Second half of the show, we're going to take a four minute break. We're going to get off of Facebook Live. Hey. Call 20 people and tell them, hey, go to Facebook Live, Randy Adams. And we're going to continue the show. We've got more to talk about. And then next week, I've got some stuff I want to talk to you about, but it'll be a tape show. We're live today, uh, trying to get everything done. Behind on a lot of stuff, but, you know, Christmas was a great time to spend time with family and friends and enjoy ourselves and think about, you know, the birth of Jesus Christ, how blessed we are in a great country Great opportunities. Hey, forgive everybody. You know, let's be the best we can be. God bless you. I'll be back in four minutes. Like I say, uh, go tell 20 people to go to KSLR. We got a call in just now. KSLR, 630 AM. God bless you. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Randy Adams. Learn to buy and sell cars.com. Heard right here at 6.30, the word, every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. And you need any questions answered, give me a call, 830-708-4789. Hello, San Antonio again and surrounding areas. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you're having a great Merry Christmas. I hope you spent time with your family and your friends and realize how awesome this country is, how awesome Jesus Christ. Hello, Bart's back. And and uh, just each and every person around. God bless you. Uh, we got Carlos online. He's still online. Carlos, how you doing Carlos. today? Good morning, Mr. Randy. First, I hope you have a beautiful Christmas, you and your family. I did. The best. Thank you. Thank you, to, thank you to Radio Station, the listeners and all the sponsors. Thank you for our beautiful radio station, a beautiful program you have. The only one to uh, thank you first, then you say thank you for all the people, the listeners we listen to your program. All the advice you give us and really help us a lot. My question today, you know, in Christmas is, you know, the economy is coming a little weaker, you know, to the coming to the, the end of the year. Right now, I have uh, two friends. They want to go to shop in a car. We already shopped with the places you recommend us, you know, very nice. It's good right now. The credit is good. Uh, it's, we can pay the car, give a down payment. But how good is for us right now to buy a new car, sir? With all the incentives, because uh, you, you, we are waiting for a check supposed to be for the people that can get it. But the point is, they, we went uh, last week, you know, Monday, Tuesday, to look for a car. And they give us a great incentives, low rates, you know. I don't know. Uh, they tell me, hey, what is in this good moment to buy a car? Like, uh, look, if you can buy cash, buy cash. I don't know if you can finance it, but we prefer you, you advise, Mr. Randy. Well, thank you, um, uh Carlos, uh, uh, you know, good credit helps, and you need to get your lined up, your your uh, loan lined up and ready. Uh, we're going to see this money come from the government, and then we're going to see income tax checks. 
Where I feel sorry for is the people with bad credit because they're going to take all their money, run into buy here, pay here, and dump it into a car. Uh, good morning, Donnie, Johnny, and Jake. Um, and dump it in a car, and they can't make the payments later on and lose it. Uh, I think we're going to get 2000 coming in to most of the public that's not making much money. And we're going to have income tax. And so if they gather up all that money, they ought to buy something that will last them a year or two or three. Cash. Hello, Jeff and Greg again. And so we're going to see all kinds of things going on. And then incentives are going to be, you know. But the problem is I'm seeing I've got new car dealers that's running out of vehicles. Because the manufacturers can't keep up with the buying frenzy that we've seen. I don't understand this. I mean, new car dealers are making a lot of money, uh, huge money, because people are running in. Yes, incentives on on loans are are weak, but look how much cash. You're better off taking 15000 off a new vehicle, and I don't think they got much of that floating around, rather than taking zero interest rate. The manufacturers knew that the four square of zero interest rate would would perk up and get rid of all their bad inventory, all their ill-equipped inventory, and they got rich off of it. I mean, and now they're building and they can't build fast enough, but part of it is because they can't get the parts in quick enough. You know, what's amazing to me, I was talking, you know, I, I restore houses, redo houses, do all kinds of odds and ends, and how much shortage we have in a lot of supplies, the same way with cars. There's a lot of shortage in parts and, and building products and things that we need. And so you're seeing that uh, unbelievable amount of shortage in a lot of things. Well, that's inst- instead of waiting and watching, you know, right now, yeah, th- these new car dealers have got profit up on the vehicles because they're running short. I would wait personally. And I'd make sure my credit is good. I'd save up a little more cash. I'd make sure I'm buying exactly what fits my lifestyle, my budget, everything. I think we're going to see prices, you know, and they they always like to run December to remember and all this other stuff. But I think we're going to see prices hold up pretty strong. There's not enough good used cars around. And so, but people are trading them into new car dealers, and they're making a fortune on your trade-in. Uh gentleman told me the other day he's got a 50,000-mile truck. And the service guy was really hounding him to buy a new truck. And he said, I didn't have no intentions. He said, but he sounded so good and so convincing. He said, I thought about it. And he said, then I called you and you told me no, that his truck was going, it's going to last. I mean, they're building better trucks than they used to. So, you know, in your situation, I think I'd wait. I, I think because we're shortage, I think the manufacturers are behind. The new car dealers are run, scared about running out. Now, there's some dealers that have, if a dealer has a lot of inventory, more likely, I don't know for sure, but more likely, it's because they're holding their prices up so high. Uh, I beat, uh, I got a gentleman, I can get you a new Ford Chevrolet, Dodge, Jeep, uh, Buick, just about anything, and I I beat uh, the local Ford dealers around three thousand dollars for a guy on a new deal on a on a new Ford. I've got a company that's dealing with me right now that's wanting to buy a bunch of new trucks, 
and they want me to help them out on that situation. But they've got a bunch of old rough trucks they want to get rid of, and I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. So I'm, I'm working with them. Uh, just sold a big freight liner, Detroit 10, uh, Detroit 60 with a 10-speed, day cab. Uh, a lot of people are going to day cabs because they don't want to spend the night out. So he's, uh, I've got great financing on that deal. Uh, we can finance 18-wheelers. So if you've got a contractor, you want to go out on your own, give me a call. These are low miles. I found some low miles Freightliner Detroit 60s with 10 speeds. So, I mean, I get opportunities on all kinds of stuff. I've got some trucks coming in, work trucks. So I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Give me a call. But like I said, I can get you a Cadillac, Lincoln, Chevrolet, Ford, Dodge, Jeep, Toyota, delivered to your door at the best price. You're going to love it. And I'm going to step up on your trade. Uh, and, and so there's, there's some opportunity out there, but you really got to know what you're buying and what the price is and shop, shop, shop. Don't let a dealer tell you, oh, this is going to be the greatest deal. I had, I had a lady tell me that uh, this F&I person told him what a great rate she got. Oh, man, I got the best for you. I got the very best. I charged her 8% interest. She ended up getting refinanced at Randolph Brooks at uh, 2.1. Well, that greatest, the best interest rate at 8% wasn't the best. But they'll tell you anything to sign you up. I mean, that's part of selling on emotions. We're going to talk about emotions, and I talk about emotions in uh, on my YouTube channel, Randy Adams, Inc. Please go there and subscribe. And so you got to be prepared to, for them to tell you anything, but you've got to know. you got to have a game plan. you got to understand what's going on in the business. So, hello, Brian. So, I mean, you know, your people need to shop, shop, shop. Get their financing lined up. Know what their trade's worth if they're trading one. Build up that cash money. You got, you know, the government's going to send us some more money, uh, sounds like, and income tax check money. I mean, let's save it up and take a good look at March, April to buy a vehicle, in my opinion, because I think things are going to slow down in January, February, and then here come the manufacturer, here come the new car dealers. They're going to be begging to sell because they're never selling enough. They can't get enough. They can't get enough profit. They had a record year. I was talking to a steel guy. It's my neighbor. They're selling steel so much, so fast, they can't get it delivered. Things are a boom. Why? Because of Trump. He got it into a boom, so now Biden can tear it down. But, I mean, they they can't get it trucked out fast enough. Same way with the car business. They had a record, record year. And then the government sent them $5 million on PPE money. And, you know, and so, you know, the government's trying to keep this, this economy going, and it's costing us a lot of money. The sad part about it is our children and grandchildren are going to be paying the debt. You know, they're wanting to print money. They want one world money, one world government, and the Bible says we're going to have it. I was just hoping it was 50 years from now, not, not next year or next two or three years. So, uh, Carlos, you know, just I'd, I'd wait a little bit. I really would if it was me. Let me ask you, uh, which, which is a good interest we can, the customer we can get to buy a car right now? 
Well, go go shop all the credit unions, shop the banks, and see what they'll do. And you know, get you, look at your credit score, FTC.gov. Look at it, see what it is, and clean it up, and get it as high as you can. And when and then talk to them and say, hey, what can I borrow at? What should I expect? What can I do? And then you know, I mean, uh, I've got a mortgage guy that told me he can get me 1.8 on a mortgage. That's unbelievable. Give me a call if you want that that number of my mortgage guy. Uh, 1.8. He's going to get me for 10 years on my. I owe a little bit on my house, not much, and I like keeping one loan. Let me tell you, years ago I didn't have no loans. But if you needed, if I needed to borrow money, they didn't want to touch me because I didn't have no past history. So I keep one small loan on on property at all times to keep my credit score up and to keep it available where if I need to borrow money. And that's my theory. I keep everything else. My car lot's paid for. My cars are paid for. I've got a lot of paid-for property, and uh, that's what I try to do. I think that's the best way to go. And uh, with the taxes going up, who knows? I mean, they're going to try to tax us to the poorhouse. That's what our government wants. They don't want anybody on They want to own everything. They don't want you owning nothing. And that's why they love promoting the stock market and cars, because you don't really own anything in the stock market. It can go down in a heartbeat. You don't really own a car. The bank does. So, I mean, that's that's their theory. It's not mine. It's theirs. Let me ask you, Mr. Randy. You tell me you are in the real estate business, too, correct? Right. Uh, uh, how good would you like? I have other friends that are from one of the other countries. They want to uh, start buying land. Do you think it's a good moment to buy land or after January? Well, it's they, it's never point? gone down. I've got a lot of opportunities right now. I see a lot. I know probably 150 at least realtors. I stay on top of the market. I watch the market. Uh, housing in New Brownsville has gone through the roof. Housing in San Antonio. But everybody wants to live here. Everybody wants to come here. And we don't have enough housing. We're going to be behind in apartments at 2030. We're going to be behind 3 million apartments in Texas in 2030. That's what the experts say. And so they're trying to build apartment complexes as fast as they can. Houses are trying to be built. I mean, houses are being sold. There was a house in New Brownsville that lasted one hour on the market and brought to me a whole lot of money. I've seen seen houses going on bidding wars. I mean, it's, it's crazy. But it's it's part of of life. But of course, our money has been devaluated because we're pouring so much money into the market. So now, you know, and then when they ever get caught up on building cars and shipping cars in here, what's going to happen in Texas? California cars are coming this way. Uh, you know, lots of that stuff because in California, with the taxes so high and people moving out. They're not needed. There's going to be a, there's going to be some problems in these in these states that the communist party's running, like you know Oregon and Washington and California and New York and Illinois. You know it's it's got to the point where what do you do with money? I mean, what do you do with money? Real estate always goes up. 
you know, and I've looked at some opportunities here lately to buy some stuff, but it takes cash money or it takes some backing on it, you know. So that's what I look at. I look at what I often talk about um, devaluation of the peso and devaluation of the ruble. I was dealing, I was shipping cars to to Russia, and all of us, and I mean, I was selling fifteen twenty a month going to Russia, and they would pay me. I'd take it to the port, and they'd go to Russia. Well, one day he quit calling me. Raul was his name. Raul quit calling me. I said, he finally called me about a year later. I said, Raul, did I make you mad? He said, no. Did I say you a bad car? He said, no. I said, well, you haven't called me in a year. He said, well, you didn't know. I said, no, what? He said, the ruble crashed. And this was, I don't know, eight, nine, ten years ago. Uh, I said, man, I'm sorry for your misfortune. He said, oh, no, Randy. It takes 60 days for the cars I buy off of you to get to Russia. He said, if I'd had cash in the bank, I would be busted, but I had something of value. That's what I look at. What is valuable? What can I use? What can last? What will return any kind of money? I drive an 04 Grand Marquis right now. Everybody makes fun of me. Oh, old man's car. Well, I'm an old man, but anyway. And so, low mileage. <laughs> and it's low miles, and I love it, and I'm going to drive it for about 15,000 more miles, and I'll sell it to somebody, and I know the track record, I know the car. And it'll get out or make a little money, not much. But I, I enjoy driving it, and it's comfortable, and my drivers fit in it, my junk fits in it, and it gets 20-something miles to gallon, and, it, and it's a good value. I look for something that returns good value. I don't care what I look like. Hey, pride, greed, and keep it up with Jones is not going to cost me money because I, I don't have to have that. But there's so many people that got to have it. And if you can afford it, take my advice, do whatever your little heart desires. Buy what you can afford. There's these two kinds of cars, afford and can't afford. I said that at that Christmas party the other night, and his, the guy's wife caught it, but he looked at it. And he said, what do you mean? You, you want me to buy a Ford? I said, no. There's two kinds of cars, afford. Can you afford it? or can't afford it, and his wife was laughing about it, but she can afford that new Audi. She writes a check. She's, you know, hey, she she made it the easy way, inherited it, you know, and so, but that's part of it. I mean, hey, I wish I'd inherited a couple of million dollars. I'd, I'd be, yeah, you too, Barry, huh? Yeah, I'd love every bit of it. So, but I mean, we can't, we can't buy with our passion. We can't buy with pride, greed, and selfishness. We got to buy with our budget, our mind, because our hearts will fail us. I was in the Bible the other day talking about how bad our hearts are, and you know, and and in Jeremiah, and so we've got to buy with what fits our budget, our lifestyles, our minds, and you know, and make sure we make the right decisions. Make decisions today that pay off tomorrow. That's so important to me. I want to make the right decisions today that'll pay off tomorrow. Any other questions, Carlos? Did we lose him? We might have. Well, thank you, uh, thank you, Carlos. He does make a difference. He dies, and that's uh, that's man. He dies for lack of discipline because of his great folly, his great folly, lack of good sense and and normal prudence and foresight. A foolish action is a decision, and it produces problems for us. Produces. Uh, things that we can't far, you know, can't afford. The ability to govern and discipline oneself by the use of reason. 
Do we make a reason up why we want to buy something, why we want to spend money? Have you? Is it easy to, you know, reason with yourself to, to do something you shouldn't? And you know the difference. You know right from wrong. I mean, I, I get in that situation, and you know, but I, here lately, I, I don't jump to things. I, I weigh it up. I look at it. I think about it. I try to understand exactly what everything costs, how it produces, how it's going to be productive, and how I can be productive. And and that's why right now, go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc., uh, and, and subscribe. And uh, it's just like my guys, my buddies at Granite Hills in uh, Lano, Texas. I love those guys. It's Bruce and Kurt. And they're hands-on dealers. You get to talk to owners. How often do you get to talk to an owner? They're great guys. Hey, and they're looking for mechanics, looking for people. If you don't live in a great community in Lano, Texas, that's the place to go. But they sell Chevrolet, Buick, and GMCs. And they're great, great people. And that's in Lano, Texas. I love the drive up there. I buy and sell back and forth with them. They're good people. I really like, you know. And, uh, hey, they got great barbecue up there if you want to go up there and eat barbecue and visit these guys. See what they got for sale. They had, they're they running out of new cars. Why? Because they're, they sell right, and they want you educated. They know if you're educated, you make the, the right decisions. If you're educated, you'll do the right thing. And they want that kind of person. They don't want the person up there that is, you know, loosey-goosey and don't know what they're doing and don't know how to make the right decision. And so... I love uh, doing business up in Granite Hills, Atlanta, Texas. Like I say, if you want to, I do business. Uh, Mr. Duke Covert that I've done business with forever passed away this last week, and I'm sorry to hear about that. He's just a year older than I am. And uh, he was part of the, the Covert Auto Group that I've done business with for over 40 years and never had a problem. And when money's a factor and never had a problem, their word's good. Duke's always, his word's always been good to me. Rock's covert. Um, I highly respect a great, great car man. Good man I've dealt with there. And so, but hey, they're also sponsors of other shows, and that's because they want you to know right, and they know if you know the difference, you'll do business with them. And I do a lot of business with them, so thank you for them. And I mean, uh, it's it's hard to lose a, a, a man that you've known for over 40 years, you know. And we, I want you to, I want you to really think about this coming next year. Are we slaves to our passions? Our eyes and our hearts influences our minds. We buy with our eyes and our hearts, not our minds. Room, Romans six says, "Are we slaves to whom and what? Lenders, the bank, hey, looking good to ourselves, you know." And and so let not sin therefore reign in your mortal bodies to make you obey your passions. Do you obey your passions? That's that's what controls your pocketbook, your budget. You know, we need to understand what you're dealing with. You need to understand you're walking on a professional team that's standing there waiting to take every available dollar, and and understand it. Also, I've got a new product that I sell. It's called Value Shield. Uh, it's the best deal I've seen in years and years. It protects you with accidents. And I was going to have, I'm probably going to talk to him, to a claims adjuster next year. I'm going to have him on the show to explain 
how bad accidents are, what the value of a loss is. But Deal Shield protects that for a couple of hundred dollars. It protects you for three years. And if you're in an accident, it gives you 5000 to purchase something else. And uh, great opportunity. The key to it is the dealer sells it to you, and the 5000 comes to us, and and it goes to you. We don't keep it, but we help you. It, it's great for guys with people who have buy-here, pay-here cars. And it's because if you're in an accident and uh, – that way you'll have 5000 to purchase something else. You're not going to be in a big, big bind. It's it's similar to insurance, but it's not quite insurance. And so it works so well. Um, and, you know, remember, tell 20 people, Randy Adams buys the good, the bad, and the ugly. And, and also go to YouTube, and that's uh, Randy Adams, Inc., and subscribe. Please tell 20 people to do that. And we're and we're trying to build it, and we're trying to help you. This is the last show of this year. We're going to start off next year with uh, two tape shows. I'm really going to try to dig in and give you the basics next week. It's going to be, like I say, it's going to be two 25-minute tape shows. And I'm going to give you the basics, what's going on, the basics for next year, what I see is going on in the market, how you can improve, how you can be the best you can be, and get ready for – you know we're going we're going to have a new president. Looks like to me. I don't know. I didn't vote for him. You know that. And but we're going to see how it's going to change the interest rate, the income tax rate. All kinds of rates are going to change. Uh, business is not going to be the boom it was. Listen to an old man the other day, a uh, man in the business, talking about how long is it going to take to change some of the laws in in the oil business. And so we're going to see higher gasoline. And then, you know, I don't want you to jump into a little bitty car because gasoline goes up. Because we don't know if it's going up, down, crazy. We don't know how much they're going to shut off. Um, Talked to another oil guy, said that they're, re- they're ready to leave the country because they know that Biden's going to change it or Harris. Harris is going to be the real, well, Obama's the real president. And so... But Merry Christmas. I hope you had a great time with your family. I hope that you learn, you grow. I hope you have this opportunity to forgive everybody. Hey, it's not worth the hassle. It's not worth the argument. It's not worth anything. Hey, the love and the joy and the peace that you have in your heart, give it to somebody. Jesus Christ gave it to me. I want to give that love, joy, peace to you so you can live a better life, enjoy your life, enjoy your family, enjoy your friends. Be the best you can be. God bless you. Hey, get ready for a new year. Get ready to make better decisions. Make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. Forgive everybody. It's not worth the hassle. It's not worth the mind being controlled by these thoughts or anything. I love you. Please be the best you can be and love somebody else. God bless you.